0: Welcome to Zichud Av, Member remember Abraham, Gold, Hare, and today, Muzekas, Nadarim, Dav Chav, he, the third parak, Arba Nadarim. So the three topics we're going to focus on, number one Ravina asked Ravashi on the previous tab, why the declaration of having seen multitudes is considered an exaggeration, when perhaps the one who vowed saw an antil called them like those who have Mitzrayim, and thereby swore truthfully. Ravashi answered that people swear according to how they are naturally understood, and not according to their own private meaning. The more challenges this from a price which teaches that when a person swears in basin, he's told anuma Ela basin. Know that you're not swearing according to some condition in your mind, rather according to our and the court's understanding. Is this not to preclude a private intent such as having given wood chips to his lender, which he has termed coins, whereby he can claim he swore truthfully as having paid coins? Now, this implies that if not for the warning, it is assumed a person does swear according to his own understanding of the words he uses. The Camara answer answers that the above warning was meant to preclude trickery, like the incident of the cane of Rava. A borrower who need to swear to have paid filled a hollow cane with coins and handed it to the unsuspecting lender at the time of his Shavua and was thereby able to truthfully swear that he had given coins to the lender. The furious lender smashed the cane and the coin spilled out showing how he had technically sworn truthfully of it to the Gemara attempts again to prove that a person may swear according to his own private intention. When Chayis swore to accept the Torah in Arba's Moab, Moshe Rabbeinu warned them, yodim shol eschem, al- "Know that I'm not having you swear according to your own intent, rather according to my intent and Hashem's intent." Now, was this not to preclude their calling an idol by the name God and then swear with the intent to follow its command? Now, this implies that if not from Moshe's statement, people do swear according to their own understanding. Digimor answers that idols are actually called gods in the Torah, so it's a naturally acceptable meaning of the term that Moshe had to preclude from. After Digimor rejects numerous other terms that Moshe could have utilized to avoid the above warning, Digimor asked that he could have told them to swear to keep the laws of idolatry and the entire Torah, or to keep all 613 mitzvot. Digimor agrees that he could have used these terms but chose the simplest method. And pointing with me, the next mission's is listing of cases of Nidre shkagos, unintentional nadarim. It states... He saw people eating his figs, and he said, They are forbidden like a carbon too. And they were found to be his father and brothers, against whom he would not have made the netter, and others were with them. They say that although the figs are permitted to his relatives, they are forbidden to the others. They disagree and say they are permitted to everyone since the netter was partially void regarding his father and brothers. The Gemara quotes another application of this concept in a mission about one who made a nether, forbidding some food such as meat or wine, on himself, which states, Posting with Shabbat's we can make a Pesach form with Shabbat's Yom asking him if he would have made the nether if he had known it is forbidden to afflict oneself on Shabbat's Yom Originally, they said, Those days, referring to Shabbat's Yom were permitted, and the rest of the days of the year are forbidden until Rabbi Kiva came and taught... A nerder that is nullified in part is nullified in its entirety. So once again, the three points are number one. Ravina asked Ravashi on the previous stuff, why the declaration of having seen multitudes is considered an exaggeration, when perhaps the one who vowed saw an antil and called them, like those who left Mitzrayim, and thereby swore truthfully. Ravashi answered that people swear according to how they are naturally understood, and not according to their own private meaning. The more challenges this from a price which teaches that when a person swears in basin, he's told, know that you're not swearing according to some condition in your mind, rather according to our and the court's understanding. Is this not to preclude a private intent such as having given wood chips, to his lender, which he has termed coins, whereby he can claim he swore truthfully as having paid coins. Now this implies that if not for the warning, it is assumed. A person does swear according to his own understanding of the words he uses. The Gemara answers that the above warning was meant to preclude trickery, like the incident of the cane of Rava. A borrower who need to swear to have paid filled a hollow cane with coins and handed it to the unsuspecting lender at the time of his Shavua and was thereby able to truthfully swear that he had given coins to the lender. The furious lender smashed the cane, and the coin spilled out, showing how he had technically sworn truthfully. Point number two, the Gemara attempts again to prove that a person may swear according to his own private intention. When Kaisro swore to accept the Torah in Arba's Moab, Moshe Rabbeinu warned them, Have yodim shbi eschem, Know that I am not having you swear according to your own intent, rather according to my intent and Hashem's intent. Now, was this not to preclude their calling an idol by the name God and then swear with the intent to follow its command? Now, this implies that if not from Moshe's statement, people do swear according to their own understanding. The Gemara answers that idols are actually called gods in the Torah, so it's a naturally acceptable meaning of the term that Moshe had to preclude from. After the Gemara rejects numerous other terms that Moshe could have utilized to avoid the above warning, the Gemara said he could have told them to swear to keep the laws of idolatry and the entire Torah or to keep all 613 mitzvot. Digmar agrees that he could have used these terms, but chose the simplest method. And point between the next mission is listing of cases of Nidre shkagos, unintentional nadarim. It states, Ra'osan Ochling Te'enim, Hary Alechem He saw people eating his figs, and he said, they are forbidden like a carbon too. And they were found to be his father and brothers, against whom he would not have made the netter, and others were with them. Beishamai say that although the figs are permitted to his relatives, they are forbidden to the others. Beisila disagree and say they are permitted to everyone, since the netter was partially void regarding his father and brothers. The Gemara quotes another application of this concept in a mission about one who made a nether, forbidding some food, such as meat or wine, on himself, which states, Posting B'Shabas'a's Yom Tovim, we can make a Pesach form with Shabbos Yantav, asking him if he would have made the nether if he had known it is forbidden to afflict oneself on Shabbos Yantav. Originally, they said, Those days, referring to Shabbos Yantav, were permitted, and the rest of the days of the year are forbidden until kiva came and taught... A net that is nullified in part is nullified in its entirety. All right, so now we go to our Simadav Cafe, and our standard simon is a silver anniversary, a 25th year anniversary. So here goes. When the deceitful borrower gave a shocked wife his hall cane full of coins as a gift for the 25th anniversary, she made him swear to accept the Torah and be honest based on her intent and not his, and promised to never make another net of forbidding food to a group of people since his last one unknowingly included... His father and brother, once again in slow motion. When the deceitful borrower gave his shocked wife his hollow cane filled with coins as a gift for their 25th anniversary, 25th anniversary? That must be my duff. When the deceitful borrower gave his shocked wife his hollow cane filled with coins as a gift for their 25th anniversary, which reminds us of Bryce's that when a person swears in Basin, he's told, know that you're not swearing according to some condition in your mind, rather according to our and the court's understanding. This was meant to preclude trickery, like the incident of the cane of Rava, a borrower who needed to swear to have paid filled a hollow cane with coins and handed to the unsuspecting lender at the time of his Shavua and was thereby able to truthfully swear that he had given coins to the lender. The furious lender smashed the cane and the coins spilled out, showing how he had technically sworn truthfully. So when the deceitful borrower gave a shocked wife his hollow cane with filled with coins as a gift for the 25th anniversary, she made him swear to accept the Torah and be honest based on her intent, not his, which reminds us, when Kaiso swore to accept the Torah in Arba's mode, Moshe Bena Warn them. Know that I'm not having you swear according to your own intent, rather according to my intent and Hashem's intent. So when the deceitful borrower gave his shocked wife his hollow cane filled with coins as a gift for their 25th anniversary, she made him swear to accept the Torah and be honest based on her intent, not his, and promised to never make another netter forbidding food to a group of people since his last one unknowingly included his father and brother, which which reminds us, in the next mission's listing, the case of Nidre Chicago's unintentional nadarim, it states... If a person saw people eating his figs and he said, They're forbidden like a carbon to you, and they were found to be his father and brothers, against whom he would not have made the netter, and others who are with them, may say that although the figs are permitted to his relatives, they are forbidden to the others. Basil disagree and say they are permitted to everyone, since the netter was partially void regarding his father and brothers, and we learned in another mission that came and taught Nether Shohutumksasu kulo." a nether that is nullified in part, is nullified in its entirety. So once again, when the deceitful borrower gave his shocked wife his hall of with filled with coins as a gift for their 25th anniversary, she made him swear to accept the Torah and be honest based on her intent, not his, and promised to never make another of forbidding food to a group of people since his last one unknowingly included his father and brother. Alright, so now it's time for four Bra hazor. Daf So the similar Daf Chafalv is a car pronounced Ka by people from Boston. So here it goes. The electric Ka dealer, Ka That must learn Daf. Cuff off, car, car. The electric. Deal who made a motivational netter, that he won't sell his newest model for less than one hundred thousand dollars? Which reminds us, the mission gives an example of nidrei zeruzi motivational nedarim. If one was selling an item and said konim, the proceeds of the sale to me, that I will not sell it for less than a sella, which is four dinarim, and the buyer said konim she'eni call a shekel, konim the item to me, if I buy it for more than a shekel, which is two dinarim, shneim rotsim b'shoshu dinarim, both are agreeable to the price of three dinarim, which is midway between the two. Rava says you can even explain this according to the Rabbanin. Does it say they both agreed, meaning they later agreed? It says they both are agreeable, which means all along they were agreeable to the price of three dinarim. And the netter is invalid because they never intended what they said. So the electric car deal, who made a motivational netter that he won't sell his newest model for less than $100,000 to the customer who made a netter to pay no more than $49,999 minus a pruta, which reminds us, Ravina asked Ravashi, if the seller said in his netter an amount greater than a seller and the buyer said a netter for an amount less than a shekel, Nidra Hava or Zeruzun Hava, is it a legitimate netter or a motivational one? According to the Runs First explanation that the amount means a pruta, which is the smallest coin? The seller meant that he will not accept less than a seller and a pruta, and the buyer meant they will not pay more than a shekel minus a pruta. The question is whether they're naming such precise values. Indicates that they did intend the Nadarm literally. So the electric Kadi who made a motivational netter that he won't sell his newest model for less than $100,000 to the customer who made a netter to pay no more than $49,999 minus a Pruta soon regretted his rash decision and called his rabbi who was known to only give a hetter on four types of Nadarim, which reminds us, Rabbi Yudas said in the name of Ravasi, These four types of Nadarim of the mission require a head to have a sage. Rav Yosef taught Rabbi Yudas statement differently. A sage is not allowed to annul a nether except like these four types of Nadarim. Only a mistaken circumstance such as the vower would not have made the Nadar had he been fully aware of it is sufficient grounds to annul a Nadar. This is like the four types of Nadarim in which the vower never intended to make a Nadar. The Gemara concludes, based on this, cause He yells, we cannot make an opening with mere regret. Daf So the Simradav Chabbeis is a cab. So here goes. The cab driver, cab driver, that must Daf Chabbeis. The cab driver got stuck in traffic caused by judges who were reviewing a ledger and examining the actions of a man who made a vow, which reminds us, Rabbi of the Elder asked his grandson who made a nether. If you would have known that in Shaman they open your ledger and examine your actions when you vowed, Would you have vowed? The Ron explains that a person who makes a netter gives the impression that he holds himself to be a great person will not stumble and violate his netter. Therefore, in Shemaim, they scrutinize his deeds to see if his opinion of himself reflects the truth. We don't follow this practice because when one is told the severity of his misdeed, he may profess regret even if he actually does not regret his netter. So the cab driver got stuck in traffic caused by judges who were reviewing a ledger and examining the actions of a man who made a vow, got so angry that all types of Gehatim dominated him, which reminds us when about all the ill effects of cause of anger such as all types of Gehadim rule over him, he gets hemorrhoids and he forgets his learning. So the cab driver got stuck in traffic caused by judges, who were reviewing a ledger and examining the actions of a man who made a vow, got so angry that all types of gehanim dominated him. And he called his wife and erroneously made a Shavuot that she may not benefit from him because he thought she stole his GPS, which reminds Rabbi he said, Eid miskalkinol ke okay, Yisrael, we do not address one who swears by the God of Israel to his vow except for one who said, come on, my wife's benefit from me because she stole my purse or because she hit my child. And it became known that she did not steal it or hit him. Daf Chaf Gimel. So the similar Daf Chaf Gimel is Kugelach. So here goes. The Kugelach champ. Kugelach. That must be more Daf Chaf Gimel. The Kugelach champ, who found a Pesach to his netter, forbidding his holding the Kugelach pieces, when he saw how frustrated the rabbis were in trying to find him a Pesach, which reminds us, when Reb Shim bar Rebbe saw how pain the rabbis were going back and forth between the sun and the shade, trying to find a valid to opening for his netter, he conceived that he would not have made the netter had he known it would cause him this frustration, and that itself became his Pesach. So, the Kugelach champ, who found a Pesach to his netter, forbidding his holding the Kugelach pieces, when he saw how frustrated the rabbis were in trying to find him a Pesach, was surprised to see his mother make the pilgrimage to the championship game, given his father's netter forbidding her to come, which reminds us the Gemara quotes a Bryce which states that there was a story with a man who made a netter forbidding his wife from going on a pilgrimage, and she transgressed his will and went on the pilgrimage, and when Rabiosi asked him if he would have made the netter if he would have known, she would disobey him, and he responded, No, Rabiosi annulled the nether. So the Kugloch champ Who found a Pesach to his netter Forbidding his holding the Kugloch pieces When he saw how frustrated the rabbis were In trying to find him a Pesach Was surprised to see his mother Make the pilgrimage to the championship game Given his father's netter Forbidding her to come And decided next was Shoshani He'll declare all the darn he makes Should be null Which reminds us more says that the next mission is missing text and should read Harodso Shohiskaimun, the Dora of Koshana, one who wants all is in the drawing to be ineffective the whole year. Yamud Roshana Yomar should stand on Roshana Rosh and say, Kon Shani ni Asilwito Yehe Bato, every neddo I will make should be null. Dovchhafdaud. So the similar Daf Khafdaud is a pitcher. So here goes. The man with a pitcher, pitcher. That must be one Duff Khavdaud Kud. The man with the picture printed with the words, I'm not a dog, who had told his friend, Konum, I will not benefit from you, unless you come and take these pictures of wine for your son. Which reminds us, the Gomorrah quotes a mission which states, If a person said Konum, then I will not benefit from you. If you do not take for your son a core of wheat or two barrels of wine, then the netter is invalid. Because his friend can say, Did you not say this merely for my honor? This itself is my honor to decline your offer. The Moore explains that in this case, all would agree that the netter was made in seriousness because the vower would say, I'm not a dog that should benefit from you and you do not benefit from me. So the man with the picture printed with the words, I'm not a dog, who had told his friend, Konam, I will not benefit from you unless you come and take these pictures of wine for your son, was surprised to hear his friend claim he was delayed traveling through a treacherous jump, which reminds us the mission states, what is the case of nidri Unasim, forced Nadarim, if one made a netter against his friend that he should eat with him and he or his son became ill, or he was delayed by a river, then the netter is invalid since the condition was not fulfilled because of circumstances beyond his control. So the man with the picture printed with the words, I'm not a dog, who had told his friend, Conum, I will not benefit from you unless you come and take these pictures of wine for your son, was surprised to hear his friend claim he was delayed traveling through a treacherous jungle, who then said, Conum, if I was not stuck behind a snake... Like the beam of an all press, which reminds us the next mission of states, Nidri Havai, what are cases on the darm of exaggeration If he says, konim, if I did not see on this road like the multitudes leaving Mitzrayim, or if I did not see a snake like the beam of an all press, the run notes that these are two distinct cases, in the first he's exaggerating the truth. they saw many people, and the second, his statement is patently false. All right, so now it's time to conclude with the pop quiz of ten questions number one. Which definitely learned that the case of Nidri on is when a condition was not fulfilled due to circumstances beyond one's control? That's on Duff. Chavdal. Good, number two. Which definitely one when one makes a netter, they review his deeds in Shemaim since it indicates he holds of himself so he won't violate his netter? That's on Duff. Chavbeis. Good, number three. Which definitely when Moshe Benu made Kali swear to accept the Torah based on his intent and Hashem's intent? That's on Duff. Good number four. Which stuff do we have a question? If it's a real neder or nidre zaruzim, If someone is very precise in his neder, that's on dav. Good number five. Which stuff do we have? A if someone made a neder forbidding people from eating his figs, and he discovered that his father and brother were there, beisel will hold the neder is null since neder shahutim k'sasu huter kulo. That's on dav. Chaf Good number six. Witched up to be the case of a man who made a netter forbidding his wife from going on a pilgrimage, and she disobeyed him, and the netter was annulled. That's on Duff. Chaf Gimel. Good number seven. Witched up to be the one who does not have the trait of Busha is known that his ancestors did not stand at Harsenai, That's on Duff. Chaf Good number eight. Which of the Urn Basin makes someone swear, according to the court's understanding, to preclude trickery, like the incident with the cane of Rava, that's on duff good number nine. Which of the an example of Nidre Havai, exaggerate exaggerating a dime, is when one said Konim if I did not see a snake, like the beam of an all press, that's on Duff? Chaf good and number ten. Which of the Urn, when Rabbi, Rabbi saw how pain the rabbis were not being able to find a pesach. To his Neder, that became the basis of the Pesach. That's on Dav. Chav Gimel. Excellent. That concludes today's sheer. This is Rabbi Avram Golden, Zichu a great day and great learning.